I'm Lid the Small Black Woman, and you're listening to Spacetime Music, a podcast exploring the roots, shoots, and branches of some of my favorite songs through samples and covers. On today's episode, samples of Miss Ross. When I decided to do this episode featuring samples of Diana Ross songs, there are only two that really stood out. They're both songs and samples that I really like, but it felt as if something was missing. And then I suddenly remembered a pseudo cover. I'll explain why, why I call it a pseudo cover. A pseudo cover my husband told me about, and it fits perfectly into this particular episode and also into my current situation that is as an American living in Iceland. But before I get into that, let me tell you a little bit about my one-sided relationship with Miss Ross. I've been a Diana Ross fan since forever. When I would see her on TV as a kid, I saw myself. She was a big-eyed, skinny black girl with big hair. She wasn't a great dancer and would sometimes just spin around on stage for her lack of dance moves. And I was like, girl, same. As we say today, representation matters. And Diana Ross was representing. I saw Diana Ross and I saw myself. I probably wouldn't sing in the rain on stage in Central Park, but Diana was doing Diana, which I think helped bolster the idea in my mind that it was okay for me to do me, regardless of what other people may think of it. Diana Ross, Central Park Concert in the Rain. Google it. Two childhood memories spring to mind when I think of Miss Ross, and both are hair-related. One is being little and standing in front of a mirror and whipping my hair around, pretending to be her. If it was the summertime, there's probably a fan on my mama's dresser. I would turn it on and let the wind blow on my hair, a la Beyonce these days. But you know, she got that from Diana, or Miss Ross, I should say. And I'd pretend I was Diana Ross at, in concert or in one of her music videos and sing one of her songs into the hairbrush, of course. The other memory is of getting my hair done by my mother's beautician, Miss Louise. And she'd do my hair in the style of Diana Ross when she was in the Supremes back in the 1960s. So it was like this small helmet of hair on my head that she curled up at the ends. It was so not flattering on a nine-year-old in 1985. She'd use so much hairspray, no matter how quickly I brushed it out once I got home, my hair would have a weird bump in it for days. So yeah, me and Miss Ross, her hair, her music, we go way back. Diana Ross began her singing career with the Primettes in Detroit, Michigan. The Primettes became the Supremes and signed on with Motown Records around 1961 and became one of the best-selling girl groups of all time. Legendary songwriting team Holland Dozier Holland wrote many of their hits, including My World is Empty Without You, off their 1966 album, I Hear a Symphony. And this is where I want to begin our musical journey, primarily because I like to go in chronological order, and the other two songs were, were um, released later. My World is Empty Without You wasn't one of my favorite songs by the Supremes, but the music of Motown was pretty ubiquitous when I was growing up, so I feel like it's deeply embedded in my musical psyche. So when my husband was telling me about American pop songs that were turned into Icelandic ones, sometimes without the lyrics having anything to do with the original, I was able to hear in my head the lyrics of My World is Empty Without You, 
even as he hummed and sang some of the lyrics in Icelandic, but I was able to identify it right away. I was like, oh, that's uh, My World is Empty Without You in Icelandic, Auntin. I think I'm saying that right, Auntin, Without You. But before we get too deep into the Icelandic cover of this song, how about we listen to the original by Diana Ross, Mary Wilson, and Florence Ballard, The Supremes. called Motown, Pittsville, USA, and why Holland, Dozier, Holland were legendary. That song is catchy as hell. It's like they put you in a trance with the and the without you babe refrain. The lyrics are pretty depressing and there's even some creepy organ action just barely audible in the background, but it works beautifully as a pop song and you can't help but bop along to it. With the help of American imperialism, Motown songs became popular around the world. For instance, here in Iceland, the cool kids in Keflavik, near the American military base, could tune into the base's radio station and listen to American music, which incidentally led to Keflavik becoming a center of modern Icelandic popular music. And in 1969, the band Trubrot, with American Icelandic singer Shady Owens on vocals, released Down Thien. Interestingly, or maybe not all that interestingly, Shady and I have the same birthday. She was born in America to an Icelandic mother and American father, but she lived in Iceland off and on. I can only imagine the street cred she had in the Keflavik music scene, being American enough to be seen as cool, but knowing enough Icelandic to be accessible to the locals. So of course, she was in the band that remade a song by the Supremes. Here it is. Thank you. 
The lyrics aren't the same, but it's basically the same theme. Icelandified. Her partner didn't just leave her. He died at sea, which is just about the most Icelandic way to go there is. So she looks to the sea and calls for him to come back. And while these lyrics are even more depressing than the Supremes version, the music is even more upbeat and, dare I say, groovier, to use the lingo of the time. This is what the kids were getting up to in Sunny Kev back in the day. The next song I want to listen to is officially not by the Supreme, not by the Supremes, but by Diana Ross and the Supremes. Dun dun dun. Yeah, it was the beginning of the end for the Supremes. If you want an idea of what was going down, watch the movie Dreamgirls. It's not a biopic, but it'll give you an idea of the dynamics at play. But back to the music. Love Child uh, was released in 1968 and has a fantastic intro that I could listen to on a loop over and over again, which was clearly the thinking of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who would go on to produce the Janet Jackson track that uses the sample in You Want This in 1993, which we'll listen to in a moment. But first, Love Child by Diana Ross and the Supremes. much going on in the lyrics of this song. Basically, the protagonist is telling her boyfriend they need to wait to have sex until after they're married because she grew up in poverty because she was born out of wedlock. Yeah, sure. All will be well if y'all just wait to have sex until after you're married. You'll have played by the rules of the patriarchy and will be greatly rewarded and live happily ever after. Sure, let's go with that. That's just a little sarcasm there. So Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis took the intro from Love Child and added in the funk and horns from Jungle Boogie by Cool and the Gang, which was released in 1973. It's just some classic 70s funk about getting down. Get down.
and after sprinkling some secret spices on the whole shebang, the end result is You Want This from Janet Jackson's 1993 album, Janet. intro to a song where a woman is asking her partner to wait to have sex is turned on its head and now we have a woman saying yeah I know you want this but can you handle this can you get down with this it changes the conversation from one about abstinence to one about pleasure and not even her partner's pleasure but her own good job Jimmy Terry and Janet the next two samples are from my favorite Diana Ross songs My four-year-old self's go-tos were twirling my hair and myself around before my mama popped me with the hairbrush and told me to sit still while she plaited my hair. They're upside down, and I'm coming out, both from her self-titled 1980 album, Diana. She was no longer supreme and was free of Motown. And she recruited Bernard Edwards and Niall Rogers of the band Chic to write the tunes that effectively solidified Diana Ross's standing as a solo artist. Both of these songs would go on to be sampled in 90s hip-hop tracks produced by Puffy, Puff Daddy, Sean Combs. Sean Combs. He probably calls himself Sean Combs now. Just can't call a grown-ass man Puffy. But as I was saying, he slowed down the disco-tinged beats of both songs to a more laid-back, in-the-club kind of vibe. But before I get too far ahead of myself, let's listen to Upside Down first. make you move and groove I don't know what will so of course Sean had to use it in this track he produced in 1996 for MC Light featuring Missy Elliott Cold Rock a Party (laughs) 
of knocking boots. We be kicking down Gore-Tex, except it ain't raw sex. Roughnecks, throw your hands in the air. Let me hear you say, oh yeah. Trust you me, I blow up shop. About to blow the roof right off of hip-hop. I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. And of course it rocks the party. You can't lose when you start with Upside Down and tap into that nostalgia factor. My inner four-year-old was like, ooh, that's my jam. From the first few notes, I didn't even hear any lyrics yet. I was sucked in from Jump. He had me at the first beat. I read somewhere that Nile Rodgers wrote I'm Coming Out as a shout out to the LGBTQ plus community after seeing so many drag performers performing Diana Ross songs as Diana Ross. though i mean the whole song is good but what really gets it what really makes it a bop is the intro and that guitar lick and the trombone solo and the drum guitar break after it Okay, so yeah, the whole song. The whole song is a bop. Bernard and Niles are musical geniuses. In 1997, a year after the release of Cold Rock A Party, 
Sean Combs used I'm Coming Out in his production of Mo Money, More Problems for Notorious B.I.G.'s final studio album, Life After Death. Puffy raps over the first half of the track, so I'm going to jump straight into the middle so we can hear Bed-Stuy's own Christopher Wallace. Here is Mo Money, Mo Problems. DEA, federal agents mad cause I'm flagrant, tap myself, and the phone in the basement, my team supreme, stay clean, triple beam, miracle dream, I be that, catch a seat at all events, bent, in holsters, girls on shoulders, playboy, I told ya, me and Mike to me, bruise too much, I lose too much, step on stage, the girls boo too much, I guess it's cause you run with rain, do too much, me lose my touch, never that, if I did, ain't no problem, and get the where the true players at, throw your rollies in the sky, wave them side to side, and keep your hands high, while I give your girl an eye, play it please, lyrically, you can see, B.I.G. be flossing, jig on the cover of Fortune, 5 double here's my phone number, your man ain't got the know, I got the dough, got the flow down, piss at, platinum plus, like this at, dangerous, on Trisac, leave your ass piss at. Thanks for joining me on this mini tribute to Miss Ross. Make sure to make a deep dive into the Supremes, the entire Motown catalog, and more Diana Ross tunes. Of course, Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, is worthy of all the listens. You will not regret a plummet down a Janet Jackson YouTube hole. If you're ever in Iceland, make sure to take time to check out the Icelandic Museum of Rock and Roll in Keplavik. I've never been there, but I'm sure it's full of interesting tidbits of Icelandic musical history. As always, the songs mentioned in this podcast are listed in the show notes. A link to my A Sample, A Cover playlist is also in the show notes, and there you can find almost all of the songs I talk about on this podcast. Spacetime Music is on Facebook as Spacetime Music Podcast, so check that out for more content, mini blogs, and links to good music. This has been Spacetime Music with Lid the SBW. Bye, y'all.
the know, I got the dough, got the flow down, pizzack. Black the plus, like this app, dangerous, on Trizak. 